0: So, we're going to jump right into this story time. And this story goes over a few years. So, this is quite a long story, but we gonna go ahead and um, get into the meat and potatoes of the story. So, first I want to start by saying that um, I am in the service and, you know, so that has a lot to do with the story. So, when I first joined, I met... I met one female first. I met her while I was actually going through training, and we also went to the same duty station. And I met her first, and we were cool, whatever, you know what I'm saying, just like with each other, so that way we could um, maneuver through this thing that was new to the both of us. And we're gonna call her G. So I met G, and everything was cool. So we get, uh to our first duty station in process all that type of stuff paperwork and then we meet two other females and we'll call them riri and sam and so they were cool and everything like that and me myself i'm from the west coast uh G, she was from she was from latin america type area and um by way of new york riri was from the east coast and sam she was also from the east coast so i'm the only west coast anyway which was kind of different because you know just not different but you know just you know different experiences and growing up and stuff like that but anyway we all just became like stick thick as thieves it was like I was, like, cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, we real friends and everything. Like, everything was totally cool. We would hang out with each other. Um, we always had each other's backs. So, when I first got to my first day station, I didn't have a car. And I had, like, almost a little bit of a fear of driving, which is weird. Because, you know, I was already in, like, my mid-20s. We're not going to go into age. But, yeah, so I had, like, this fear of, like, actually driving. But I'm, like, you know, how you join the service and we have you know be scared of driving, but... We got over that eventually, of course. But, um, so they used to always have my back or whatever, not to mention like the places where I needed to be for, you know, physical activity or for my duty for my, you know, my actual job was, wasn't even far. So I just walked or whatever, but they had my back when it came to situations like that. And so time went on, you know what I'm saying? Everybody went through different relationship problems. Everybody went through problems, ups and downs, and we always had each other's backs. You know what I'm saying? Like it was deep and I was like, okay, I never really had tight tight friends like this it was like crazy especially we're all like you know women of color whatever and so the time went on next thing i know um i think like four months of being there we got basically got orders to going overseas you know what i'm saying and in the combat area and stuff like that and we was all shocked like every everybody was just like oh man we ain't ready for this we had just got there we're like kind of new i think it was only like four to six months before we found out like yeah you're going overseas So, all those people out there that feel like it can't happen to them or they're trying to dodge it, oh no, it's going to come for you. Um, It's not a bad experience. But anyway, let me get back to the story. So, we get orders that we're going overseas and stuff like that. We had planned a trip to go to Miami for Sam's birthday, but that didn't end up happening because we literally had to go home, you know, hang out with our families, and then come back and get ready to go. So... When we we're all getting ready to go Riri found out that she was with child she was pregnant and whatnot so she was gonna have to sit this one out so G myself and Sam we we all we all going you know what I'm saying not only are we going but they changed the unit that we we're in we end up going with a different unit so all we have is each other because we're going into this new unit where we don't know anybody so like you know I'm saying not not that we can't get to know people because we eventually did, but it's just not only did we just find out that we're deploying into a combat zone, we're going to deploy with a unit that we haven't been in. So that was kind of a shocker for anybody listening to this who's been in the service. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot going on, but all right. So we all, we, we get ready to go and stuff like that. And, you know what I'm saying, they always looked out for me when it came to rides, even till the very last day when we got on that bus and then got on that plane. And next thing you know, we was, um, in Afghanistan and we all got split up. So once we got there, um, with our actual jobs, we all got split up cause we needed, we were needed in different sections. So we're all spread it out. So you got myself, G and Riri, we're all spread out over Afghanistan. Like we were in the North so we're all spread out. This is um, 2013. So we're all spread out or whatever, and um, we're just contacting each other through email and stuff like that. I end up um, being in my area with somebody with the same duty, uh, the same job as myself. Uh, it was one of the one of the females that I met in the new unit that we were we were uh, moved to. Her name was Cece. Cece was kind of a wild child. She was, you know, what I'm saying she was a little out there. She was a she was a good time. Like she's a good time type of person but she's just a little uh she from the east coast too i'm not knocking anybody from the east coast but with that being said like she was a little rough around the edges and i was just like okay (laughs) so i ended up being paired with her and then um sam and Gigi, and yeah Gigi g got um paired together so and like i said uh Riri was back in the rear. Like, she wasn't able to go because she was uh, pregnant. You can't deploy if you're pregnant, so just let y'all know. Some people use that to get out of deployment. I don't know. I mean, don't join if you don't want to go, but, you know, whatever. But anyway, so when we just just talked via email and stuff like that, anytime we could and stuff like that, it was just, it was cool. Like, it's shocking when you first get over there. You don't really know what to expect. Like, it it was just a lie or whatever. And so we get over there And me and the girl, Cece, we barely knew each other, so it was kind of, like, interesting, and I felt like I was kind of over there by myself, because it's, like, me and her, and then we're on this small little, um, I don't know how to explain it, it's like this small little town that they created, the military created, so it's me and her, are the only females, and we're with, um, all males, and... She was like a loner. She wanted to be by herself, do things by herself. And I'm just like, bruh, you know where we at. Like, can we stick together? <laughs> like, it was a lot to me. I'm just like, can we please stick together? And um, it took her a while. And I think when we were over there, she kind of had, like, that little emotional breakdown. And I thought, not to say I'm weak, but I thought it was going to be me first. Like, But she definitely had, like, some emotional breakdown. And then it got where she almost got nervous where she would try to leave me sometimes. In the beginning, but then once she started getting nervous and like weirded out, she would, you know, try to be near me and be like, "Oh, I don't," you know, saying, "Can you come with me? Can you want me to do this?" And I'm thinking, like, "Yeah, that's what we should be doing. we don't only females in this area. Like, supposed to stick together." So, with that being said, well, I was in my and and, or we were in our little. Um, homemade little town I'm talking about microscopic full of tents it's like a tent city type thing um Sam and Gigi were in another a similar place they were together so they got to be together and then I got paired with somebody else but that was fine because you know we got we grew to like each other it wasn't bad whatever you you're in a combat zone you ain't got no choice whatever get out your feelings but as time went on um cc she got into some issues or whatever with the you know seniors that we were around like um our uh supervisors and stuff like that so <laughs> she like i told you she's a wild child so she ended up being replaced by somebody else that was in a bigger i'm gonna call it like a tent village and a bigger um area that the military had uh, built up so they end up Switching her out with another another female that was also had the same job as me because the our higher ranking um, people could no longer tame Cece, so she had to go, you know, be supervised a little bit closer by people that could watch her. If that makes sense, yes. And all right, so we had so to replace her, we had P, another female. She had been deployed before so she already like was familiar with the whole situation i was getting used to it we were already like i think we were like two months in if that like maybe six weeks in or whatever so p ended up replacing cc cc went to the main area and then we went uh, p came to replace her in like the outskirts where we were so as time went on it was me and p and you know she was more compliant about you know us sticking together and being battle buddies and stuff like that and that was cool and after a while we broke down that whole situation, went to the main area, and everybody was, like, reunited, and it felt so good. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Gigi was there, Sam was there, and we all got to be back together. It was, like, the coolest thing ever. Like, it was, I remember the day that um, my helicopter landed, and I came in. No, that's wrong. So, let me go back. I came in first. I was there first, because I went to the main the main area first, and then their helicopter landed after and when I seen them, I was like, oh my gosh, it was like the craziest, like the best moment ever, you can even understand. And like, yeah, it was a cool feeling. Like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was like fam. Like, family. And it's crazy because we only knew each other for like six months or something like that. But when you are in the combat zone, you need people watching your back. You need somebody, you need a support system. So, yeah. But, okay, so time went on and we were all sleeping in all the females well no not all the females it was no it was all of us because it wasn't that many of us we're all sleeping in one huge tent and you know we did our daily duties and stuff like that and everything was fine and you know the, the days passed the months passed and all that good stuff and no problems but okay so let me see uh sam while we were still we were still at the main place the first main place she became a little distant and she was going through stuff and like it was a whole bunch of stuff and like mind you they had children I don't have any kids so she was going through a lot and like not expressing what was wrong with her and it was just a lot going on and so she was my bunkmate and then she just didn't want to talk she just didn't want to talk and it was like it almost went into like maybe two weeks of her just not talking we go to work and we always um, had to walk together. Oh, we didn't have to, but it's, it's advice for you to walk together because you do have like other people walking around. You don't know who's who. And so um, she didn't talk for like two weeks. And I was like, I didn't know how to handle it. I mean, the, the, the person I was then didn't know how to handle it. If, you know, if I was, you know, the person I am now, then it would have been a different scenario. But she didn't talk for two weeks. Like there was one occasion where she just, she checked her email and jumped up and put her uniform on and dashed out the room and I was like, bruh. So imagine being in a room with somebody who doesn't want to talk at all and just doesn't speak. And we're like in this little this little wooden room with bunk beds. And you know, like I tried to ask her if she was okay and stuff like that. And it was just like, it was becoming like really, really weird and I'm just like, are you gonna talk to me or not? This is me and Sam. So me and Sam share the room. And um, Gigi, I believe she shared a room. I cannot remember what she shared a room with. Basically, all the females were in this one like building tent, and like you know, you just pick the, pick the mate or whatever, Picked the, the bunk mate. And yeah, so oh no, she shared a room, she ended up sharing a room with CC. <laughs> the reason I say that is because, so like I told you, CC's a wild child, and CC would be in the room like shaving her armpits in the middle of the floor and then she'd be like i woke up and she's shaving her armpits talking on skype and i was like this is this is what uh gg used to tell me about cc like she's shaving her armpits on skype and i just go back to sleep or she's walking around in like a bra like doing crazy stuff talking to dudes on skype you know in her bra and all types of weird stuff so <laughs> it was it was an interesting match but uh like i said uh Sam, the one I was living with, she didn't want to talk, so she didn't want to talk at all. And I think a room became available. It beca- a, a single room became available because one of the interpreters, I believe she was a female, she left. And so I was like, you know what? Maybe she needs her space. But this, I don't know if this was the right move or the wrong move. You know what I'm saying? As a friend, because I was like, maybe she needs her space. So I moved out. But I felt like I was cramping her space. Like she didn't want to talk. She was irritated. So you got two females got two females in a room in a bunk beds, and the room is very small so there's not a lot of space like if you wanted to do like yoga or something like I'm just trying to give y'all um, a you know an idea of what the room was it was kind of it was very small wood, wood it was like made out of wood like literally wood slabs of wood and I was like you know what if a room is available I'm gonna go ahead and move all my stuff did I tell her I was gonna move no I just got my stuff and I left I think she was probably um, taking a shower or she was doing her homework or something and then I just got my stuff and I left and like like I said I, to this day I don't know this is 2013 I don't know if it's the right move or not because like like I said sometimes when people are going through stuff and they hurt you want to be with them like they want you to be there but you don't know how to be there for them like I'm not a mind reader I don't know what to say like maybe you need some space But, um, I definitely would have forced her to talk to me a little bit more. And like, like I said, she stopped talking to people and it got to the point where it got to the point where she was walking in the dark by herself. Like we get off of our duty day and she would just speed off walking by herself. And I'm like, bruh, I don't know if you mad. I don't know if you sad. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to need you to bring your ass back over here with everybody else in the daylight or in the, the, uh, not the daylight in the, um, near the lights. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just be walking off. But she do shit like that. And I'm just like, okay, I don't know how to deal with this shit. But, um, with that being said, so time went on and yeah, so time went on, we were in that place. We ended up tearing down that place. We all moved to another place, which was bigger, full of more people, full of more, you know, different types of armies that I never, or, yeah, different types of militaries that I never knew was there. And she just kind of snapped out of it. Whatever the trink, the, the hypnosis, or whatever she was going through. I would say trance. That's what I'm Trance. Trance. Yeah. Whatever she was going through, um, she snapped out of it. So everything was fine. And uh, we well, was cool again. Thick as like peas in the pot. Like peas and carrots, bro. We used to call ourselves um, Pinky in the Brain. And we wake up in the morning... Get dressed in the same uniform every morning, every morning, day in and day out. And like I said, we call ourselves Pinky in the Brain and she would be like, what are we gonna do today, Brain? And I'd be like, we'll take over the world. I like used to say that every morning. for the longest we was over there. And like I said, we did a lot of stuff together. Like we used to do everything together. We used to go eat. Because you had to walk, you had to leave your big tent, which was air conditioned. And I thank the military for that. I was just hot as a mother sucker over there. You leave your tent, and then you got to go and walk a ways just to go eat. So we, you know, grab all our stuff, grab our weapon, and then we'll go walk and go eat. And, you know, sometimes that could be a little tricky, you know, you never know what can happen. But like I said, we went to go eat. We did most of the things together. There was times where we didn't do everything together. She would go do her homework, and then I would go chill. And, you know, with other people, or, you know, just do my own thing, um, read a book or something. Because, you know, you don't want to be with somebody all the time. And uh, yeah, so that happened. Uh, At this time, Gigi, me and Gigi had fell out or was over there for some reason. I have no idea. To this day, I really don't have any idea why we fell out. Um, We eventually did reconnect, uh, but we fell out over there. I have no idea why, it's really weird. Um, Yeah, and then like me and uh, Cece, the wild child, we we was cool once we came back everything was cool um we finally came back to you know our duty station and everything went well you know we get there and this is where it goes to the left (laughs) and so it goes to the left Kinda, not immediately, but soon after. A lot of people are going through a lot of stuff. Like when you first come back, you redeploy. It. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to go into like super details, but when you when you come back, you're so excited to be back. But it's like this weird thing because you almost miss being over there, which is absolutely nuts. Um, I mean, I guess I can say it because I don't want to sit here and act like try to sugarcoat the experience or sugarcoat um, things that happen. So when we first came back, it was a shocking, shocking thing because. Came back and then you went on leave and you went to go see your family. But it was crazy because even when I was with my family, I was wishing I was back at my duty station with the people I was deployed with because they somehow became my family. Like it was so odd. And it was like, I was at home, like my body was at home because I'm originally from San Diego and I was stationed like towards the, the east coast kind of. Um, my body was at home, but my mind wasn't there. I was like, y'all can't wait to get back because you all like. Not to say I didn't love my family, my real, you know, my biological family, but these people I was with became, like, seriously close. So um, we came back, whatever, and and when people come back, uh, a lot of your mind is a little razzle-dazzle, and people don't realize that until you come back. And so you would have moments where you might be grocery shopping and, like, freak out because for all those months you're over there you didn't have to go and pick your food you go to um either you was your food was there for you you know what i'm saying you go to the little chow hall whatever and you get your food you didn't have to go sister. you didn't have to shop so even shopping became a, a a situation that you didn't even understand what happened or just being in crowds you know what i'm saying because you're you're on the guard you're on alert for months you know what i'm saying and you don't realize how intense your body gets because you're when you're over there to compared to when you come back and everything's like slower paced. So you might be in a restaurant. I remember the first time I went to a club, I was like, ugh, I got the good body because I don't know what's going on. Um, going to a club, going to the grocery store, like everything became like a situation. Um, not just for me, but other people I noticed. Like I started watching other people and how they interact. Not every single person had something going on, but a lot of us had something going on. And that leads me to, I mean uh, one of the, one of the battle buddies who actually helped me out when I was over there and we took a, um, physical fitness test and, um, he came back and he committed suicide. So, yeah, it's all, it's a, it's a crazy transition, transition from being over there and coming over here. I'm not sure. Nobody knows what the, the true cause of the situation was, but like they say, 22, 22 a day, y'all. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it because that's the reality of the situation. But that happened and that shook everybody. I remember that because, yeah, that might be for another story. Yeah, it was a crazy situation. Everybody went to his funeral and everything. Like, it was just like nuts. Um. Yeah. But, okay, let me stay on topic for the most part. But I wanted to give you a little bit of realness because that's, that's what really goes down. Like... People might come back physically, but they don't come back mentally. You know what I'm saying? So, don't... You got any family members or anybody you know, they come back acting funny or you can't understand them. Nine times out of ten, they can't understand themselves. So, alright. Let me get back on topic. So, uh, before... So let me, okay, so I skipped a part. So before the actual, you know, suicide situation happened, we all had get-togethers. So the all of the platoons and stuff like that, we used to all get together. Um, we blowing off steam because we've been, nobody could do anything for months. So we was like, you know, having, partaking in alcoholic beverages. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. Nothing else, nothing more than that. But you know what I'm saying? Having a good time. Like, listen to music, wearing, wearing your regular clothes. Oh my gosh, wearing your regular clothes? You don't even realize how grateful you are about that. Like that to, to do to be able to do that. To do your hair different styles, to wear different clothes and not wear the same uniform, the same two uniforms, either your PT uniform or your duty uniform. Like it starts to play mind games with you. But um so we decided, you know, we hanging out or whatever, like everybody, a mix of everybody hanging out and different platoons and stuff like that. So I'm the type of person I don't come to somebody's house. So I we all went to we were at um Sam's house. And like I said, me and Sam thick as thieves, like I told y'all. Thick. Like peanut butter thick. Snickers. Um So we all come to her house and I don't believe going to people's I don't believe in going to people's houses empty handed So I bought and I can still remember to this day what I brought. I brought um a big bottle of Jose Cuervo. I don't know why, because you know what I'm saying? I guess I don't know. Um, big bottle of Jose Cuervo and a cup like maybe like 10 Ciroc shooters. I have no idea why I got that combination, but I was like, yeah, you know, just to add some mix to it. I don't know what everybody else was bringing. So I brought it to her house and stuff like that. And um, everybody's having a good time, da, da 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 So let me backtrack. So before we actually went to, on deployment, all of, all, all of three of them, so you got Sam, Riri, and Gigi, all used to come to my residence and eat during lunch times or just break times or any times you know what i'm saying go inside my refrigerator eat what they want i cook for them you know situations like that it didn't make a difference so i just want to throw that in there before i continue on so like i said we're all hanging out i brought the jose cuervo and the ciroc shooters and this is still we're in late 2013 yeah we're late 2013 almost yeah because it's about it was it was cold outside. yeah um, so I brought those or whatever. Everybody had a good time. And like I said, we we're still blowing off steam. So that was the first party we had at Sam's house. And then we had another one. So when we had the other one, I had left the Ciroc shooters and the, um, uh, Jose Kreble at her house. Like I said, they used to go in my stuff and didn't make a difference. So with that being said, um, I went into her cupboard. I went into, um, Sam's cupboard and took one of the Ciroc shooters Because I was just, I don't know, I felt some type of way. I felt aggy. Like, I felt very, like, I don't even know. Like, we're supposed to be having a good time, but I wasn't having a good time. So I was like, you know, I need something to just help me relax. So I took the shooter and brought in in front of everybody. Because there's a lot of people walking around our house and stuff like that. Everybody's walking around. I took the shooter out the cabinet. It wasn't no secret of me trying to hide it in my side or, you know, tuck it on down low or something. None of that. For what? We grown. And... So, I poured it in the cup, took it, put it in the trash. Um, so, I didn't think nothing. I didn't, when I tell you, I didn't think absolutely nothing of that. I didn't think nothing of it. Never thought about it again. Until. Until. <laughs> let me tell you. So, during this time, um, like I said, me and Sam was thick as thieves. Sam, she wanted to be more with her kids. Like, everybody had kids except me and Cece, the wild child. Everybody had kids. So everybody, once everything calmed down, we have done with the whole party situation. Me and Cece don't have kids, so we just still, like, you know, not turning up, but going out to events and stuff like that. We went to Cincinnati to, like, Tyler Perry play. We were, like, you know, trying to enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? We just came back from a situation where you you might not have life. So, uh, I'm with... I think I was end up... I ended up with Riri one day. You know, Riri is the one that didn't deploy. She got pregnant, whatever. Um... I was with Riri one day in her car because I still didn't have a car. And she was like, oh, Sam texted me talking about somebody was still in at her house. And I'm just like, somebody's still in at her house. She's like asking me something about alcohol or something like that. And I was like, why should she think somebody's still in her house? And she was like, I don't know. I was like, okay. I didn't think nothing of it after that. So then I was in, I was, I needed to get a damn car. So basically (laughs) I, the next time it happened, I was in Cece's car. Cause you know, we was hanging out and stuff like that. And Cece was like, oh, I just got this text message from um, Sam saying somebody was violating her home and drank Ciroc bottle and drank her, a shooter. And I was like, I did. As soon as she said it, I said, I did. She's like, why? and then I, I asked Cece, I said, why don't you just text me? Like, why don't you just text me and ask me? And she hasn't texted me and asked me because I know she asked Riri, but she didn't ask me. And so I was like, okay, that's weird. I'm thinking I'm gonna get, receive a text. And like I said, at this, t- at this time, Sam is kind of distant to me because um, she was trying to spend time with her kids which is understandable and I was hanging out with Cece me and Cece don't have kids so I'm like I'm not gonna wait till you don't have your kids to hang out like I ain't got nothing to do so uh I, I believe Sam texted me she texted me and was like um it's real nasty text too, out of nowhere. Like, uh, mentioned you, we never had a face-to-face conversation. We never had a face-to-face conversation to say, oh, did you take a Ciroc shot from my house? I mean, I don't know, anybody can comment, I don't know, and say, <laughs> but am I wrong for taking the shooter? Like, I bought the shooter, but I drank the shooter. Okay, so, I mean, I might've, like I said, they used to come over to my residence and eat and drink whatever they wanted. And I didn't think it was an issue when you, and I didn't think it was an issue because, okay, I'll get to that. Ba- I'll get back to that. Why, why, why I didn't think it was an issue. So, like I said, Sam never came to my face for this is, this is somebody who we've walking in the dark together in Afghanistan. Like we slept next to each other, you know, in, in her bunk bed and my bunk bed, um, Talked to each other every fucking morning or every freaking morning. Sorry. Um, and just like thick, like couldn't be no closer. Like, oh my gosh the closeness like we was thick I never trusted anybody like the, as much as I trusted her when I came up with my ideas because sometimes I'll come out with random ideas I always was like what do you think I should do about this or I want to do this blah 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 you know what I'm saying so I never in a million years thought our friendship was about to go left so she texts me and was like did you t- did you take something from my home and I was like I didn't take anything from your home I said are you talking about the shooter she's all like yeah, did you did you take that from my home? I said no, I drank it at your home. And then she said okay. Nothing. I didn't hear nothing from her again, which was odd, like I don't know. So then after that, freaking uh I'm at work. So we no longer do the same duty job. She does a different duty job than I do, whatever. So I'm at work sitting at the desk and I get this long text message saying, "Oh, You so shady. You done violated my home. I can't believe I trusted you. You fell. You just straight violated. You're trifling. I can't believe you would do that. Like, just going in, bro. Like, she was going in on me. And I was like... I was stunned, okay? So... I didn't even know. I'm like, I'm, I'm having flashbacks right now because I was that hurt. Like you really just did that to me. So I was like, what is going on? And then I don't think I replied then because I was at work. So I didn't want to get all worked up or whatever. And so when I got off work, me and Cece was hanging out in my residence. And she says, she sent me another long text message talking crazy to me, talking, talking mad trash. And I'm thinking to myself, what? And I, I'm not even gonna lie, I got a little misty-eyed. Like, I was misty-eyed because I might have shed a couple of tears. I'm not gonna lie, because what are you talking about? Because I, I violated your home? I, and, and, and like I said, like, I don't know, maybe she grew up and she had to as far as i know she had two parents like when we talked about certain she, had, she grew up in a two-parent household and she used to like be at her grandma's house and i know she there's a lot of foster kids so maybe she was just like i don't like people touching my stuff because i always had to share i don't know but she was she only had another brother so i'm like what is she who does she have to share with i don't know the whole story behind it but i know that maybe that's her reasoning i don't know maybe i'm thinking too far into it but for her to come at me like I just violated her whole life and she don't know me it's like what the hell it threw me for a loop I tell you I was speechless I like I said I got a little misty-eyed I didn't even know what to say like um and I think C- yeah Cece was with me when I got the, the other text message the second text message and then I she was just like oh like trying to be you know comforting whatever but that that hit me in the soul like my heart like and first of all, I ain't I no shade to no no lesbians, no shade to no LGBTQ community. But I'm not a lesbian. So for me to get misty eyed over a friend is like that's a lot. That's a lot. So I was like, what the hell? And I think I talked to I talked to Riri and Riri was confused too. She was like, I don't even know. Um, I had talked to Gigi. She was like, I don't know what's going on with her. And Gigi was like with her kids and, you know, her husband. She had just got married again or whatever. And it was just a whole bunch of mess. So it was crazy. And then we're in our, we're in our platoon, right? So everybody knows that we're, we're together. If you see her, if you see Sam, you see me. If you, if you see me, you see Sam. So when we, when we fell out, which I didn't even understand. And I, me it's crazy because me then, I don't know what I was on, but me now, go to the same formation every morning and not even talk to each other me now would have rolled up on her and said what's good like what are you talking about but me then was like still kind of hurt and i was just like i don't even want to deal with it like i just was like whatever so she would do like she would do um things like she would have little microaggressions towards me because like i said we're in the same platoon so it's not like we couldn't see each other like, we had the option not to see each other. So she would do a little microaggressions towards me and I would just be like, whatever, like, bro, like, are you serious? Like, are you serious? So, yeah. And that, that was like, some craziness to me. Like, that, it still blows my mind to this day. And like I said, that, that was in early 2014, because we came back late 2013, because it was around the holidays, and everybody went home. Um, Yeah, that just threw me for a loop. And she just said, you know, she called me a thief. I violated her home. I'm trifling, bro. I ain't never been called trifling in my life. And not to mention, you have left me with your car. You have left me in your car with your ATM card. You have left me in your car with your ATM card with your kids. But I violated by taking. How much is a Ciroc shot? Anybody know? Ciroc shot. What? Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Okay. So I violated with two ninety nine. Two dollars 99 Really? So our whole friendship w- went to shit in your brain. I went to shoot. Yeah. Okay. Let me not pass. In your brain, because of two dollars and ninety nine cents. All right. And like I said, it, it don't get to me like it used to because it used to really bother me. It was a lot. So, um, we only had to, we only had to be around each other for a couple more months because everybody got orders to go somewhere else. I think she ended up going to, um, further to the east. And then I went to the Midwest because I was like, um, what site, You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, and I was just, I was still hurt by the situation. Like, I really was. And then, like, something came over me and was like, let me write her an email so I can just, like, explain the situation. And like I said, the person I was then was cr- retarded. I'm sorry. I didn't write no email to explain myself. You really think I violated you? Like, you really think that? When I had your back when we was walking to just go eat in Afghanistan? Like, bruh. So anyway, um... I wrote her this email and was just like i don't understand what happened Fucking real uh, i don't know like it's just like oh i don't understand if I, if I ever thought that me taking that shot would ruin our friendship um i would have never done it and i'm i apologize and was just like and, and i told her i was like i don't think that i violated your home like you really honestly believe that i wrote her this long it wasn't it wasn't real sappy or simpy like i wasn't simping and be like oh be my friend but I was definitely trying to understand the situation and where her mind frame was and let her know, like, that wasn't in my intention. Because if I would have thought that, then I would have never done it. You know what I'm saying? But I digress. And, she, and then on top, okay, so after that, she sent me this long, nasty oozing. It was like, it was oozing of, like, evil. Like... <laughs> This long, evil freaking uh, email, like, I only read, like, I think I only read, like, maybe two sentences before I just was like, nope. And this was, like, because I think it had went to archives or spam or something like that, and I never saw it for a long time, so that was in 2014. I don't think I saw it till like, 2000, um, late 2015 or 16, early 2016. So I, once I finally read it, it was oozing with hate. <laughs> like, it was so mean. And I was just like, nope, I'm not going to read that. And I don't think I've read the full thing ever. No, lies. I did read it. I did read it. And it was very nasty all the way through. And it didn't even it didn't even say anything that was of value. Like, it was just like, oh, you violated my home. I, I and, then you would come to, and then she said, you would come to formation and act all stuck up and not even try to talk to me. You just called me trifling. Like, what? Girl. <laughs> It's like you come to formation and just not even talk and just be acting like all oh, this and all that. With your microaggression, every time I come to formation, well, that was your time to try to like mess with me until, oh no, until I got moved. I ended up getting moved to another unit. Not because of her, but just because of uh, the job that I was at. But yeah, like, what was exactly what I was I supposed to be doing? Kissing your anus? No. Okay. So it was just a lot of nastiness that she wrote in the email. And I was very like, it took me a long time. It's one of those things that you don't think about on a daily basis, but sometimes they come to your brain and be like, wow, that's crazy that we don't even talk to each other. So 2000, I think it was, that was like 2016. 2016, we didn't talk at all. And then I used to talk to um um Gigi Gigi she moved somewhere else and then she kind of stopped talking to everybody for whatever reason I think she was going through her situation and she has a divorce and all that type of stuff uh Riri I talked to her every now and then but it was weird because I think like me and Riri didn't have that connection that me and Sam had so and Sam and R- Sam and Riri were like closer cuz I met them together. Like like I told y'all I walked up to formation and I met them both. So they knew each other before they knew me. So I already knew I didn't, um like I said Riri never came, gave me the impression that she wasn't going to be my friend because Sam was not my friend, but our connection, my connection with Sam, like it all had to go together. It was like weird for me to hang out not cuz used to hang out with Riri sometimes too, but for Sam not to be the, in the equation was weird. And I didn't ever want to put Riri in a situation where she needed to choose. So I was like, you know what? I'm gone. I'll cancel myself out. Cancel it. <laughs> so yeah. And like, yeah, it was weird. But I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this story up. There's more to it, but I don't think I'm, It's and it's more to more to it in the present day but I just want to go to say that we are no longer friends. We tried. And I, I just came to the conclusion that I cannot be friends with somebody like that. Like, they accused me of stealing, bro. Like, I ain't never stole. Like, I don't steal. Like, even like I was nine years old. Let me tell y'all a quick story. So I'm nine years old, hanging out with my older sister. They go into a store that used to be called Pick and Save. I don't know if anybody knows Pick and Save. And that's the West Coast. But we went into Pick and Save. And my sister was stealing. And I was like, I'm not going to steal. My mom told me not to steal. So I was like, you know, I want to be with the cool kids. So I stole this freaking lipstick. And I couldn't even handle the guilt. (laughs) Like, the guilt. So I, as soon as I left the store and I felt like I got away with it, I dropped the lipstick because I couldn't even handle the guilt. So I don't steal. Like, I don't steal. Like, no. No. Like... I grew up getting whoopings. Like, you don't steal. Okay? You can ask. But I didn't, If, like I said, if I knew that, and I, I didn't want to say if I knew, whatever the, whatever the heck thought, her thought process was, for her to say that to me, or call me trifling or violating her home, that had nothing to do with me taking that Ciroc bottle, and that's that's for sure. Because there, there, we, we have been through too much stuff and shared too much stuff for me to ever think that our friendship, or she came at me like that over a a little $2.99 rock bottom, okay? Shooter, a shooter. So, I don't know, to this day, I don't know what her problem is with me. I thought we was cool. I ain't never, besides, you know what I'm saying, like, we was close. Close, bro, like, any type of issues I had, any type of situations I had, I didn't think twice about telling her. Like, we was close. And that type of, like, that's craziness to me so I don't know it is it I don't know like it's, it's difficult but right now you know what I'm saying like I'm like uh early 30s and who knows if you make friends again like you meet real good friends especially in this day and age people are so trite. people be mad jealous hating on you secretly don't like you sneak this in on Facebook you know what I'm saying like (laughs) ain't nobody got time for that or they be really needy or sometimes they want to be you girl why you have the same outfit I had on two weeks ago it looks identical like you wouldn't put it together I just had that on like stuff like that like, I just want to have a solid friend. And the one thing about being friends with females, I need a female that's strong. I don't want to be friends with a female that's weak. Because if I got to continuously try to lift you up, no, because I'm walking through this world as a black female trying to lift myself up on a day-to-day basis when everything comes knocking at my door, when all the BS comes knocking at my door. So I do not have, I will be there for you, but I do not have the energy to lift you up 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I don't. So you guys to be strong. And I can't, and if I can't lean on you, then what is the point? What are we doing here? What are we doing? Like, no. So in the present day, let's see. Riri. Um, she is currently deployed. We talk seldom. We talk on like instant messenger or whatever. Just check on her. She's good. Um me and Sam no longer have any type of conversations. Um Cece, the wild child, uh no, we don't have any type of conversation. She came for me and I was just like, nah. But she's she's a cool person. Her personality is, you know, say so it's great. Like, we always had a hell of a good time. It was great. But uh I think we we're we we're both Libras. And I just think like, huh? The the compromising thing, because like I'm a very like calm person and like I said she was from New York so she was on, over the top and I, I think like after a while I was like too much you're too much so and then she ended up getting moved to a different duty station anyway so it was like whatever and then like I said yeah that's everybody and it's really unfortunate like it would have been cool for us all to still be you know but that's the way that's the way the cookie crumbles alright um so, I don't know. I don't know if I was wrong. I don't know if I was wrong or she was wrong, but it just felt like the friendship ended over something stupid. But, like I said, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's the end of that story time. Until next time, this is Black Girl Coffee Shop where we sip tea.